one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. It's Royal Rumble week. I'm Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen, D A D. Hello, Swerf Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? Ready to rumble. You ready? Are you excited for Rumble? Uh... Hmm. Good question. Are you excited for the Royal Rumble? I guess because my knee-jerk reaction wasn't, yeah, I love the Rumble. I guess the answer is no. <laughs> See, I am I'm excited for the Rumble, because I'm always excited for the Rumble. You're excited for the concept of the, the Rumble. Royal, yes, that is, ex- that is exactly it. Mm. Like, am I excited for Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley? Eh. Like, I think it'll be good, like, but the build has done very little to make me go like, oh, man, can I wait to see these two behemoths go at it? I think Doudreau versus Becky will be good. Uh, not that into Seth versus Roman. Uh, I'm well not into uh, the mixed tag, but the rumble, hmm. the excitement of the rumble itself. And, you know, rumbles. Exactly what you get. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, the, the, excitement of the, <laughs> the excitement of the rumbles. And... And I know you Rum don't. Breasts. And I know you don't like them, but I love the roads to WrestleMania, and I like seeing them roads uh, and seeing those the, roads uh, paved out in front of us. See where we're going to be heading. Ronda Rousey is likely going to be returning for the Rumbles. Point. Yeah, point. And then we can have that as a, a, one of our big WrestleMania matches. So, but you don't like the motif of the road. It's time for Fastlane. And all the video packages Roadblock. having Roads. footage of Route 66 or whatever. Yeah. No, no, I'm not into You're the- excited to be in what I prefer, WrestleMania season. <laughs> That's what I like. That's a stupendous phrase for me. So what you want is like weather reports. Yes. You know, and how? what is your weather well, report you know currently for, maybe re- for we, WrestleMania season? Maybe you don't have to lean so dumbly into one metaphor. And you could just say it's WrestleMania season. I'd actually, no, now you say it. WrestleMania season to me is a lot of people, wrestlers in the woods, like, oh, it's wabbage season. 
and they're hunting each other Looney Tunes Elma Fudd style. This is again going back to you wanting to do Fortnite crossovers yes. with WWE yes. and make it a battle royale simulation. Yes. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's already dressed for this. <laughs> so if you didn't hear our Wrestle Talk Extra podcast that we do on Patreon, Ollie had this amazing idea that, you know, you do Fortnite integration with WWE, where the promo video for Royal Rumble is 90% Fortnite <laughs> footage. And that makes you excited for that pay-per-view and then WrestleMania. I'm being grossly misquoted <laughs> and misrepresented. I said, in the style of West Side, the, the West Side Story promos, they should do a Battle Royale, Hunger Games-style mini-movie trailer for the Royal Rumble. And then you can say, brought to you by Fortnite. As one little bit at the end, if they're doing a crossover. That's what you don't want it to be. It's like with graphics coming up being like, it's the biggest game in the world. Yeah. Particularly when they're trying to promote their own game as well. <laughs> With a rumble feature. Mm. Um, oh, we've been invited to a WWE event, by the way. I saw. Oh, did you? Across the road. Yeah. Yeah, I got the same email. Mm. Mm. Can't tell us what it is. I mean, it's going to be the same thing it always is. Some <laughs> form of interview and then maybe a little bit of wrestling from NXT UK. Well, well you say that, but it's, I don't think that's what it is. Hmm. The way they put it was a stunt. Hmm. Which, you know, jackass is on the way. Well, when's, when's the next UK shows for WWE? Uh, it'll be after Mania. Yeah, so this is February time we're talking. Yes, but it's not specifically... Like, we'll, we'll talk about okay. this. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about this off air. Do you want to hear some emails, though? Uh, David Callum, uh, Cam um, Camilleri uh, said, G'day, lads. David from Sydney here. Sorry about the ashes. Do you know what that means? It's probably a cricket reference because the ashes are a cricket series played between Australia and England. Okay. Uh, and and recently Oh I mean I assume Australia won if they're if he is boasting and thinks that we care <laughs> about cricket. I'm sure Andy's fu furious as he's listening to this. I care about the drinking in cricket. Uh, seriously though, how bad is Jericho? It was all for him being the first <laughs> AEW champion when he was a big fish in a small pond. Now he's stuck in an ocean that he can't tread water in. I really hope that Fozzie have a worldwide tour so he can tour the world and be off TV for a long while. Then I won't have to listen to him yell his commentary on Rampage either. Keep up the great consistent content. I listen religiously. Thanks, gents. David. Thanks for the email, David. I Look, the thing about Jericho is he is just currently in a cringe phase. <laughs> and it's a work. He's working all of us. Mm. This one doesn't feel like a word. <laughs> but, you know, he's talented. He's got a great mind for the business. He just needs the right... He throws so many trademarks at the wall. Mm -hmm. One's going to stick. And before you know it, we're all running around going... Blah, 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 blah. GFY! 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 Yeah, may maybe not that one. Yeah. Do you think that's what he wants his tag team to be called with Eddie Kingston? Do you think in his head... He thinks there's going to be a him and Eddie tag team against Santana and Ortiz. Oh, I hadn't thought and about Santana it. And Santana and Ortiz are just fodder for Jericho's breakup with Kingston. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it that way. I thought we were just going to get a singles feud between Kingston well, and, and Jez. This is the step to this. How will they coexist? Oh, I see. Can take the boy out of the WWE. <laughs> Oh, well, let's get into the main show, and then we've got some emails from you about the fanciest things you've ever worn to a wrestling <laughs> show. Uh, here is the podcast.
we've had the go-home episode for the WWE Royal Rumble, but was it actually good? I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen, D.A.D. Welcome to the Raw Review Podcast. Of course, also your Jam That Champion, who is defending the belt this Saturday. This Saturday. Premium live event. At Saturday at the Royal Jamble against Chopper Pete Quinnell, the former champion. I've got to prove that I can beat him. Because I didn't beat him at Survivor Series. I had to use the jam in the jar. So it's the honorable thing to do mm-hmm. to see if I can really, see if I am truly worthy of holding this belt. I think the honorable thing to do would be to not defend your belt again. <laughs> and just be like, hey, we've got the jam, but I don't need to do it. And then the month after, hey, we've got the chamber. I don't need to do it. You know, you build up to WrestleMania. Mania. And then you yeah. can have a freaking five-month no-title defense reign. That'd be pretty good, actually. Really. I mean, really, like, Pete's it's just... a baby-face move. Pete's just the Bob Holly of, uh, of this Royal <laughs> Jamble, isn't he? Let's be honest. We are also brought to you by Not Beer 52. We are excited to announce to you because they have moved into a new form of liquor... Wine52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Look at it, Wine52. If you thought, oh man, the service that they do for Beer52 is great. Imagine it, but with wine. Get yourself a free case of wine. And uh, for Valentine's Day, get it for the Rumble. Be classy. Don't just drink beer. Drink wine this coming Saturday for the premium live Royal Rumble event. Each month, members are sent a case of three wines from a different region and or country. Instead of stocking of thousands of wines from hundreds of producers, Wine52 only send you the very best. You can choose from red, white, or a mixed case. Get a magazine, snacks. The magazine, in fact, even tells you what temperature you should serve it at. Oh, my word. That's fantastic. Wine52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Just got to pay that £5.95 for the postage, but it is, aside from that, free. We are some fancy, fancy boys. Well, craft beer is fancy, but... It is, yeah. Wine, craft wine. Look at this one. This one's called Oliver. Is it really? Oh, it's called it's, Oliver. It's got my name on it. Do you want to take that one home? I'm going to take them all home, Luke. Why are you doing all home? Well, you don't want them. Well, I, but I've got a baby. But I, but I do. You've got a baby. Uh, who organised this deal? <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> I'll take the red, thanks. I'll take oh, that. really? I'll take that lovely Portuguese red. Well, this one has a man on some flying pigs, <laughs> which is a great label. I'm going to show you. Oh, what, well, do you want to do it on sponsor cam? Yes! We haven't had sponsor cam for a while. We have not had sponsor cam for a while. Hold on. Uh, let me just speak, speak across. Oh. oh. That's oh. why we haven't done a sponsor cam for a while. I haven't set it up properly. Oh, it's because I was messing around with the other camera earlier. Look at that. Oh, look. Look at the depth of field. Delightful stuff. Wine52.com uh, sword slash WrestleTalk. Get yourself a free case of wine. Shall we talk about Raw? Yes, I'm curious here because, you know, a lot of people were in agreement that last week's episode was an all-time... <laughs> So we did a Patreon call uh, with one of our $100 backers yesterday who said that they tried to watch last week's Raw live and fell asleep halfway through. And Ollie just kept saying throughout this call, four out of five show. <laughs> yeah, it was annoying him. Liam Leonard, shout out. Uh, but the I, I genuinely think last week's show was pretty fun. And I get it, I get it. A lot of people did not like it. It's the biggest disparity we've ever had between host and viewer. Everyone else voted it one out of five, and you thought it was a four out of five show. Whatever, we can move past that. 
I've seen a lot of people about this show be like, oh, well, that is a solid go-home episode. And I guess, to argue their point, it did build the title matches somewhat. Okay, here is where I will slightly disagree with the take that this was a good go-home show. This was not a good go-home show for the Royal Rumble. This was not a good go-home show for Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. This was not a good go-home show for the uh, mixed tag match. Mm. I would also argue not that great of a go-home show for the two Rumble matches either. In some respect, I think the Bianca Belair thing was actually pretty good. And, you know... Her beating Zelina Vega. Yeah, and looking dominant. She's got momentum. (laughs) It was better than the Rhea Ripley stuff. Hey, she looked dominant. It was better than the Street Profits Mysterios bobbins that happened later on, which, like, really... Well, the problem with the Mysterios stuff later on was just like, oh, wow, this is a real mid-card rumble you've got going on Mm. right here. However, as an episode of Raw... I thought this was pretty darn good. That the wrestling top to bottom, T to B, was really, really good. I thought the the uh, spelling B was really, really funny. Fantastic. So, so good. But the, the in-ring work, man, Priest versus Owens, despite its terrible finish, banging match. Theory AJ was an incredible. There was like 17 minutes and it was awesome. Six-woman uh, tag. Less good. Um, actually, the tag match, as much as I want a dog on it, but, you know, the Street Profits Mysterios. Montez, dirty dog on it. Yeah, dirty dog on it. But, uh, Miss, uh, I thought that was actually a really fun tag mm-hmm. match. As a go-home show, it, not great, but it wasn't an episode of Raw that when it finished, I was like, oh, my God, three hours. I cannot believe. When it finished, I was like, yeah, it was better than, than most recent weeks. Flew by mostly for me thanks to that spelling bee in the middle, which is typically when Raw really drags. Mm. Sounds good. So if I were to pose to you, what is the better show? Last week, as just a stand, you know, it's just a standard Raw episode, or this week, judged on the Royal Rumble Go Home temp poll? Well, let me counter that with a counter. No. WWE don't do Go Home shows anymore. That is annoying, isn't it? Yeah. So is it, is it, are we just sticking it's, to something that's outdated to measure it by? It's actually our fault. That we're judging this by a standard that they don't actually care about. Well, by that argument, we should also stop caring about consistent character development. Wins and losses. Wins and losses. Yeah, yeah. But we do. <laughs> yeah. So the, we've got to draw the, the, the line in the sand somewhere. I, I will even say, even with that, this week's episode was much better than last week's episode, which I thought was pretty rubbish. Agreed to disagree. So we'll talk about the Royal Rumble weigh-in which opened the show, which was Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley as a way to build... I mean, give it to the Royal Rumble. They've made they've made it a pay-per-view, a premium live event, beyond just the Rumble. I would say the Rumble matches are the third, maybe even fourth most anticipated thing on there. Yeah, potentially, I would say so. Yeah. Lesnar-Lashley I'm more excited about. Rollins-Reigns, I am. You said you aren't. And do drop Lynch. I genuinely want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I would certainly agree with that. I, for me, what they did last week in the video package, what I'm, what I'm going to say to you is, what they did last week when Brock Lesnar wasn't there was much more effective build than what they did mm-hmm. when Brock Lesnar was here. Because I thought this segment was pretty bobbins and did not build. This felt like, when did this segment ended, I, I wrote my notes here, well, I can't wait to see what they do in the main event angle to really build this match for this coming Saturday. Because what happened in this segment was they weighed each other 
the weights weren't actually what was on the things. You can look closely and you can see that it's different weights. Brock Lesnar wasn't taking it seriously, which I think you know is part of the story. And then they left. Mm. And that was it. This built nothing. It was a contract signing segment, really, but with a with scales in the middle as opposed to a table. So nobody could even go through it. And you had Kevin Patrick got some serious in-ring time this week. He was hosting it with Corey Graves. There were some fun bits with Brock. Brock refused to strip down naked, understandably. <laughs> Well, I mean, Corey. but you're supposed to uh, like weigh in. I don't know. I've yeah. never, I've never seen her weigh in before outside of the wrestling. You know, like I don't mean to be. Gotta wear little skimpy pants. He, well, Bobby wasn't doing that either. The ass. The, this is exactly. why you need Leo to run in. Yeah, I mean, and you know, in all fairness, WWE do weigh-ins all the time. So, like, we've seen them. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Oh. Um, you know, this is the. They, they acted like they always do this, but it was uh, <laughs> very much a first-time thing. Do you know what my favorite part of this was? You can tell they've never done this before. And this is very unlike WWE. Did you see the hashtag for this? Because every segment has its own mm -hmm. specific hashtag. This was hashtag Royal Rumble weigh-in. But weigh-in, as a word, is hyphenated. You can't hyphenate a hashtag. So actually, the hashtag was just Royal Rumble weigh. Because if you type it in, it just the hashtag just stops. Take that, SEO. Uh, I... So the, the promo ended when Brock Lesnar cut a promo on Bobby, mocking what it's going to be like at the end of the match, where he's doing the ring announcer's voice. We'll raise Bobby's arm, and he'll say, your new WWE champion, Bobby. Who? You know, playing off this idea that Lesnar doesn't know who Lashley is, when really he does. But in, And then Brock walked off, like, ha, 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 got him there. But I'm like but you just said the guy beat you in this hypothetical situation. That all, didn't work for me. Yeah, well, also, it's the same punchline he did two weeks ago. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was two weeks ago. We got the video package last week. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought we were going to get at least one Heyman versus MVP shoot promo battle on the mic as part of this build. Yeah, so you could, maybe, we didn't get it. Maybe you'll get that when they do this match at uh, Elimination Chamber. Again. Oh, yeah, they're definitely wrestling at Saudi. Yeah. I want rematch. I would I would imagine so, mm. yeah. Like, you know, that that feels like a big time Saudi match rematch. Um, but who do you think's winning? I think Bobbles. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think? I don't care. Yeah, um, there's that as well. Yeah, there's that as well. Like but like it seems weird to give Brock such a short reign, but then again it wasn't the plan, was mm. it? So yeah, I guess put it on Bobbles. So elsewhere on the card is the the rumble that's Kind of my most anticipated match for the pay-per-view. Do you agree? The um, Lashley versus Lesnar. I mean, it's going to be five minutes, f finisher, finisher of Mania, and it's going to be wonderful. What do you think is going to be the main event? The Women's Rumble. Not Reigns-Rollins? No, I think the Women's Rumble, because I think Ronda Rousey is going to win it. Mm. That's only based on today's stories, right? I mean, Bianca Belair was my pick prior to that. I think even poor, if it, I, I think if it, even if it is Belair winning, I think the women's rumble is going to main event. Mm. Well, we've got Lesnar and Lashley at one end, and then the rumbles on the other. And the way they built the actual rumble matches was a six-woman tag for the women. It went two minutes. It was rubbish, and Rhea Ripley won. At least Rhea Ripley looked dominant. I, okay, <clears throat> am I am I going mad here? Why is Nikki teaming with Carmella, mm. the woman who was bullying her, and has fought? And she is the she's the cause of her turning heel. And then, like they, 
nothing of that played into this match whatsoever. They're just, now they're both heels. They're just yuck, like, yuck, 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 yuck. But not even interacting like that. They were interacting like they've never met before. And this is why no one cares about things in WWE, because because of crap like this. And then neither, no one barely tagged in this match. Rhea just won. And they're still going on about like, man, Dana Brooks got momentum on her side. <laughs> Dana Brooks promo. They did like promos before. And Dana Brooks promo was essentially like, I'm well crap. But you never know. <laughs> I could win the Rumble. That's Pete's gimmick. <laughs> I liked uh, Liv Morgan as well doing the same promo <laughs> that she's been doing for two months, I think. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. I hope I win. I watch this as a girl, et cetera, et cetera. What made me confused about this? Because I guess the other thing to build the women's rumble was Bianca Belair squashing Queen Zelina, really. In a few minutes, that happened. Bianca looked good. But it's like, okay, so you used Zelina there, which means you couldn't have her tag with her actual partner in the six-woman, Carmella, so you put Nikki and Tamina with Carmella. Why couldn't Nikki or Tamina face Belair? Okay, Nikki's in a feud. That makes sense. You want to protect her. Why didn't Tamina face? Because she's feuding with Dana Brooke. <sighs> but Vega's feuding with Ripley through Nikki. Are they? Yeah, I think... Look, this well, story... Right, they, they did cut you, a promo on them last week, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, if Nikki, Carmella and Zelina all work together on one team, that's a... That's the story they're telling. I don't think that is the story they're telling. That's a story they could be telling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was I, this. This match was quite poor, but again, ninety seconds. So, is it really that bad? <sighs> Rhea Ripley won. She looked good, and Nikki sort of gave her a cheap shot afterwards. So that's the women's rumble. Cool, Bianca. At least he got Bianca, and yeah. I think Rhea's going to have a good showing as well. I think. I wonder if they'll do. So my big prediction was it's going to be Bianca Belair winning, right? I shouldn't be saying all this because Pete can just like usurp me tomorrow mm -hmm. when we do the prediction stream. Um, but like I had Bianca Belair down to win. And I thought maybe they'll do Belair Ripley again, like the final two like they did last year and do it as like a big sort of repeat being like, oh man, these two will forever be going at it. So, you know, it's the final two of the Royal Rumble. The Ronda Rousey news has really thrown me for a loop though because they really want her back. She's most likely going to have a big WrestleMania match. And yeah, doing a big rumble return. It's probably the biggest return that they could do. Mm. Yeah, there's no one left, really. Although Undertaker was in the 2K22 advert. Well, that's because he's... Saudi next month. Well, that's because he has got... Like, you can get three versions of The Undertaker if you pre-order a <laughs> specific digital deluxe edition of 2K22. It makes sense. Yeah. And a various DLC pack or something. So for the men, we the only thing to build the men's rumble on this show, I guess you've got a bit of Austin theory saying like he's going to win it backstage. But it was the Street Profits versus the Mysterios. Cool match. Like they're very good together in that house show style. And afterwards, they all joke about eliminating each other. And they do. Dom tries to eliminate Ray. Eliminate, you know, just throw him over the top rope in the post-match. And Ray reverses it and throws out Dominic and then the dirty dogs appear and they throw out everybody and the baby faces gang up and beat them up. Which which isn't how Royal Rumbles work. Nope. Nope. And it's like, well, where's Big E? Where's Finn Balor? 
where's all these actual main event or upper mid card talent that would make me more excited about this rumble this men's rumble is so mid card it's it's because all the main stars are in title programs so I, I think Biggie is in the Rumble, but he hasn't been on TV for two weeks. Mm. Finn Balor is not a top guy, and Vince McMahon has never seen him as one. So, like, I don't know. Who are the stars in this year's Rumble? Well, there's, I guess there's people... Sorry. Who were on this episode, but weren't actually featured. So I'll read through all the people. Dawkins, Ford, Mysterio, Mysterio, Austin Theory. Mm -hmm. Johnny Knoxville. Massive star. Sheamus. Damien Priest, AJ Styles, Big E. So they were all on this episode, but they didn't really. But Damien, but Damien Priest isn't going to be winning the Rumble. He's in a feud with Owens at the moment. He could. Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, Amos, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode. So Randy Orton is the big star there, I guess. Amos is sort of a big deal, but it wasn't on TV this week. And yeah, man, poor Big E. Oh, well, he is counting. So there's eight people who haven't been. There's eight free slots there. Uh, on this episode, like I don't know if you've seen the digital exclusive that happened afterwards, but the Dirty Dogs were confronted by uh, Eli Drake. Mm -hmm. LA Knight. Yeah, and Roderick, uh, Roderick Strong also walked past, so that could be potentially two. Yeah. Gunther is apparently main roster bound um, sooner rather than later, so he could potentially be in the Rumble. I mean, if they really want to do a big thing for NXT have an NXT guy win the Rumble challenge Brom Breaker for a match at WrestleMania. I actually imagine Brom Breaker will be in the Rumble, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's. I really feel like it's an underwhelming Rumble uh, lineup anyway. Mm. And the stuff they did to build to it on this show was was utterly uninspired. That, I think, because I, what they did was pretty standard, but the lack of star power mm. in there is what really hurt it. And, like, the Women's Rumble, because they've only got... 20 no they've got se like 17 women available who aren't champions or maurice and beth phoenix so all of the stars have to be in the rumble it's just becky lynch is the only star that isn't in the rumble but you know charlotte flair's in there and mickey james is going to be in there and lita's going to be in there stars from the past are sort of like help bolstering the the star power of this rumble wwe legend summer ray yeah yeah i honestly don't know why people got upset about that it's silly because she <laughs> she worked for the company of course they call it they want yeah. to build her up of course they're going to call her a WWE legend but it's it's words it legend, mean legend means alumni yeah exactly that's yeah. exactly it Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Let's see what you guys think. Getting your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Jack Nichols says, Raw sucked. <laughs> Instead of watching, my bestie Alex and I started making hypothetical pun names for Sega games a la James Pond. And I think I have a disgusting gift. The Redux list was Schindler's Hist Snake Escape and the Duck Golf Simulator Happy Bill Moore. Pun names for Sega games, a la James Pond. So, is but like, this but, but, but okay, but Goldeneye. Wait, but Sega, but Sh- Sega game. Yeah, Schindler's uh, Schindler's Hist. But Schindler's List wasn't a Mega Drive game. That would be a terrible game. I, mean, I don't know. Very what inappropriate yeah. game. And there was no Happy Gilmore game either. It's very confusing, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> also, I thought Raw was all right this week. CJ, I quite enjoyed Raw this week. During his segment, Vince made a comment about not having influence for the Rumble. Is this a secret cry for hell? <laughs> Is this like Free Britney, where he's doing coded messages in this? Is someone forcing Vince to make these decisions? Would explain recent years. I joke, of course. Unless... Might be in the minority, but I agree with Ollie. Both last week and this week were actually good. I think this year has been actually the most happy I've been after WWE shows in a while. Finally getting the BT Sport app also helps. Not sponsored. No, we're sponsored by wine52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Did you have a point? Um, yeah, I was going to make about... Um, yeah, I, well, Vince, I don't think he has influence in the Rumble because he's not signing any paperwork. He's too busy focused on staring at Austin Theory's ass. Oh, it's a big ass. He is. Like, Did you see at the end the way he looked? He like cocked his neck. To look at Austin Theory's ass as he was leaving. You gotta send me a good selfie. <laughs> I know, this right? Time. Send me a nice selfie of that. Mouse. Sure, gee, Willippers, McMahon, I'm gonna win the Rumble. God oh, damn, yeah. I'm trying to groom this kid. Send me a picture of that ass. Uh, Perseus M. 
Wait, have no, I missed one? Riot DR. Riot DR. I was a coward, my friends. After a night of exceptional in-ring action but cringe-inducing segments and promos, I trusted the law of averages, and as soon as I saw Miz, I bailed out. Thank you for the thorough reviews and overall awesomeness you all bring. Addendum. Love the RK Bro Alpha Academy arc, and I am happy for the Becky Dewdrop match. Would also like to remind everyone that Zelina Vega and Carmella are the women's tag team champions. Love you 3005. Jam that jam. Uh, yeah, they are certainly the women's tag team champions with no competition. And they asked. They actually asked for competition to come back in the form of the Iconics, and they said no. <laughs> nope. Percy SM. I was at I was at the show last night. Interesting. I can tell you it was way more fun than Extreme Rules, which was the last WWE show I went to, but not as much as the Dynamite in Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure won't be as fun as Beach Break tomorrow. I will also be there. Did Damn. you have you seen the video that they released for this to hype up the Cole Orange Cassidy match, mm -hmm. which is them walking like to and facing off against each other on an actual beach? It's so weird, but I loved it because <laughs> they're all in, they're in their gear, just walking along a beach door to each other, and then just stand in front of each other. Then it goes, Cassidy Cole, beach cool. break. Yeah, does what it says. Yeah, uh, Will Brennan. Oh God, Brock's winning the men's rumble, isn't he? He was kind of the favourite before he won the title, wasn't he? And the sort of current thought is, either Brock or Roman are not winning. And whichever one of them isn't winning is going on to win the Rumble. So it depends on are you putting the are you putting the WWE title on Bobby or are you putting the Universal title on Seth? Of those two options, I'm putting the WWE title on Bob because mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. Seth is not the man sh that should dethrone Roman Reigns after this 500-day run yeah. with, with two weeks worth of build. Charles Berg, AEW may do a lot of things better than WWE, but WWE can do a weigh-in segment much better than AEW. Veer Mahan will debut as Vince's real illegitimate child. His name is Veer McMahon. Also, Charles won the console war, got a PS5 and the Xbox Series Kiss. Jam that jam. I think that might be Xbox Series X. <laughs> he got a PS5 and the Kiss Box. Wow. A kiss box. Amazing stuff. Um, yeah, no, I'm going I'm to disagree with you there, Charles. I don't know if you are trying to be facetious about the whole weigh-in segment. Well, I thought it was well, pretty cack. AEW's weigh-in segment was also bad. Which was, was that the Cody one? Cody and a go-go. And I think Jericho and Moxley had one, but the Cody a go-go one was not great i don't remember it because they couldn't get it to work uh, <laughs> it was like a real weighing machine that they that's tried amazing. to use a shoot oh god's sake <laughs> that's amazing uh harley donated and said did anyone else notice otis misspelled his word he goes mental and doesn't say the a i did know mm. he misspells it yeah i only found that out afterwards I love you guys. Keep up the hard work. You have to be the best of help getting me through these tough times after losing my father last month to prostate cancer. So sorry to hear about that, Harley. Uh, and Liam Leonard, double L. He loves Raw. Let's see what he's got to say. Hi, lads. Didn't fall asleep this time. It felt bearable. Not great, but bearable. Personally, feel like Fury has a strong future. Love him in the ring. Orton is more over than ever. And no 24-7 title shenanigans. Lesnar loses because he will eliminate a Moss in the Rumble. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The more I'm the more I'm thinking about it, the more I think Brock yeah. is winning the Rumble, you know? Yeah. 
It's not Big E. It's not, it's not gonna be Big E. Of course it's not. not it's not gonna Big be e. Big, Big E is way down the list of people that it could possibly be. He was WWE champion three weeks ago. <laughs> I was, man, those three it's weeks sad. they fly by, don't they? Yeah. But yeah, it's sure as heck fire ain't Big E. This episode of the WrestleTalk podcast is brought to you by Wine52. Click the link in the video description down below or the one that's being posted by our wonderful moderating team and you can get yourself a free case of wine. A delicious wine from our good friends at wine52.com. Maybe get yourself ready for Valentine's Day. Get mm. yourself, get your partner a nice subscription wine box for Valentine's Day or maybe you'll be yourself a fancy bitch at this week <laughs> this weekend's Royal Rumble and drink vino instead of the old brewskis we should all get really dressed up and just watch the rumble with wine mm -hmm. i uh, a few years ago i used to be a wine box subscriber for a company called le petit ballon and uh, brexit stopped it from happening <laughs> so i've not had a wine subscription box right this is genuinely awesome uh, yeah, I can't wait to try it at home and sneak all three bottles away from Luke. Uh, someone in the comments here said, it really doesn't feel like three weeks, though. It feels like months. Yes. Big English champion, it really does, does. yeah. So this episode of Raw started with the weigh-in segment we've already discussed. Then we had Bianca Belair squashing Queen Zelina. Then we had... Not massively a squash, though. It went three minutes yeah, and Bianca and, and, won. And Zelina took some of that. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a Braun Strowman total job squash. No. But it neither was it an enhancement match. No, but, you know, this was Bianca Belair winning... <clears throat> the queen of the ring and one half of the women's tag title holders. Mm -hmm. uh, I hate the king of the ring uh, formats because it makes everyone have bad British accents. Yeah. Uh, but then we got Kevin Owens versus Damian Priest. And Kevin Owens had a bit backstage with Kevin Patrick where Patrick insinuated that he, you know, kind of faked a leg injury to beat Priest last week. Owens selling of this was fantastic. I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like. Have you ever been in the ring? No, you haven't. I fought through the pain to hit my move and win. So good. And then the commentary actually started recognizing Priest did have a kind of unbeaten streak going on. So that was that added yeah. a bit more significance to this this match. Yeah, I think a few people said, well, he also lost to The Miz, but that was in a handicap match. And they mm. were very specific that it's a singles. It was his first singles loss. And Miz cheated. He had his feet on the ropes, right? Yeah, but he also had his pants around his ankles. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so I did a... I, we're sponsored by a zombie mobile game next Monday, and I did the, the thing for it yesterday. And it's good. It's a fun game. But I was like, oh, my God. I forgot about Miz versus <laughs> Priest in that freaking zombie match. And I had to go back and get pictures. It is offensive mm, it won uh the worst match of the year at the rest talk podcast awards oh, so bad. comfortably so as well so i they had a great match last week oh, yeah. owens and priest and i was disappointed but unsurprised that they did the rematch this quickly because i thought use this week to spend on the royal rumble then next week 
you can have a rematch, whatever that is. At least stretch it out a bit. But this is their way. They went straight into the intensity, though. Had a great match. Like, Swanton Bomb off the ring apron, frog splashes, choke slams on the on the apron as well. Everything on the apron. Really, really good near falls on this mm. as well. This, this crowd, hot all night long. Yeah, yeah, and crowd. we're popping for every single thing. It's one of those crowds where you're like, oh, man, you should just do your show here every week. Mm-hmm. But remember when I used to say that Damien Priest's new character is decent because it gives him something to do? Yeah, huh? I don't like it anymore. <laughs> is it because it's the same thing every week now? It's the same story told again and again and again. Like, I just saw this exact template with Dolph Ziggler. So, Owen starts to fake an injury again. The referee is trying to get in between Priest and Owens. But Priest, after what happened last week, is like, no, not having this again. And he gets angry. And he keeps beating up Owens. And the referee, after a five count, ding, 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 disqualified. So, Owens wins and Priest retains the title, and the crowd boo Damien Priest. Well, of course you're going to boo Damien Priest. His character is he ruins things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think they're thinking, well, it'll be a badass thing to do, right? Get yourself DQ'd all the time. Mm. Yeah, cool. He's so morally ferocious, he's going to go above the law to dish out punishment. He is the law. Well, yes. In these brief psychotic episodes. And then uh, they had like the entrances for the next match. And then they cut backstage. And Damien Priest is getting chewed out by Sonya Deville, being emasculated by Sonya Deville, who was essentially like, you need to get yourself under control. Mm-hmm. You need to sort this out. So is he also going to go to therapy now? You know, waiting outside the office for Alexa Bliss to finish? Yeah. Yeah, you could have a whole therapy universe there. But yeah, this was that Sonya bit was not needed. I imagine it is the build to the next time these two fight. If Priest gets disqualified, the title will change hands. But that's uh, what they, they literally just they did. They literally just did that with Ziggler. But that was a really fun match. And I bought into a lot of the near, near DQ spots. And I think that could be a way you get the belt off of Priest. But God, it's going to suck at the same time. But also, like, you've, because you've literally just done it. Like, mm. if you'd have done it in another six months, that's one thing. But you're doing it, what, two weeks after the last yeah. time you did it? I, it's hard to buy into it. Just wait after the Rumble. The Rumble's a nice reset point. Yeah, it's, yeah you're right. <sighs> I mean, you say it's a reset point, but it's also level one for the road. So then we got the women, the six-woman tag. Then we got the best thing on the show and maybe one of the best segments. You know, like there's, I think there's been a lot of great Raw matches this year, but in terms of in-ring segments, this leaves everything else in the dust. Yeah, this... We said last week that... You know, okay, go, go back to two weeks ago. Alpha Academy won the tag titles, and we were like... What? Why? Why? Like, you were just building up RK Bro, build them into a really good feud. You could really heat up the Alpha Academy and then get them some wins, and then they win the tag belts. They hadn't won a tag match together for, like, a year and a bit, and they just won the tag belts out of nowhere. What a what a bizarre thing to do. Then last week, they were like, oh, you know those characters they were doing? Yeah, we're not doing any of that anymore. Now, it's Goofy, Chad Gable, and Goofy Oates. And we're like, oh, okay, brilliant, because now we've got Otis Dosovich again, and that's mm-hmm. that's tremendous. 
And I love Chad Gable so much. This is the Chad Gable that we that they WWE have been purposefully keeping from us for years now because we haven't seen him do this sort of stuff since he was with Shelton Benjamin. And he's just going out there and he's cutting these amazing programs, getting incredible heat from this crowd for just saying like really simple <laughs> things and shushing people. Shush! Shush! And I love him calling him 4.0 Otis and <laughs> things like that. It's he is so, so great. And Otis looks so amazing mm. next to him because he's just doing mad facial expressions like he did when he was in Heavy Machinery, but it's just slightly more restrained now. And this whole segment here. Grant, I mean, we said that we thought the punchline last week was going to be that Matt Riddle is a genius. Like, you know, it turns out he can actually, can't spell anything, but he can spell like this really difficult word and that's how they win. I don't know if they quite got that good level of punchline, but I actually think the punchline of Chad Gable Yeah thinking it was a different word and it being his own fault because he didn't want to hear the explanation was really smart. This is like, this is good wrestling. Yeah. It's, and it's crazy that we have to point this out when reviewing WWE shows. But this should be like the standard. This is a competently written and entertaining segment to watch. And like all the bits of it were good. And yeah, capped off by... That great disillusion, disillusionment joke. Yeah. It's disillusion. Or dissolution or something like that. Like he Disillusion. He, yeah. Or dissolution. Exactly, which is what he... Yeah. Oh, oh no, the TV's going to shut itself off. The remote's over there. Got it. He got it. I'll, I'll carry on with this. Because that's kind of the brilliance of this, right? It's because Chad Gable is a smart man. He's got a 4.0 grade average. I don't really know what that means. We're not American. But, you know, they, they tell me it's impressive. So what you don't want to do is make him look stupid. And they didn't make him look stupid. They made him look cocky and yes. overconfident. And that's why this worked. And man, Randy Orton's fire after this. Because like, you know, RK bro win. So they each of them get to spell their words. Uh, Randy's last word was dumbbell, which is a very commonly misspelled word, apparently. I've never used one. And they then Randy Orton challenges him to this match and he's going to defeat him with the three most devastating letters. I'm going to spell it out for you. Join along with me, crowd. RKO. Brilliant. Superb way to finish that. It was a spelling bee. Yeah. And it ended on a catchphrase where everybody spelled something. Loved it. Oh. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And then they had a banging match. My only criticism I've got of this is that it's a scooter race next week. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the match itself was really good. It was Randy versus Chad, and they went like 15 minutes. They went through at least one commercial break, and it was mostly about Randy, uh, Chad getting the better of Randy. Randy would have to roll out the ring, regroup. Riddle would give him a pep talk, while Chad, being a really good wrestler, is in there. And this is a totally different person or presentation of Chad that we saw last month. Well, Randy was squashing him in two minutes. Yeah, this was great. And it made Chad look awesome. The fit, like, I thought Gable had it won, really. I didn't think he was going to win, but he did. He was in the position. He had the ankle lock on Randy. Randy can't do anything. It was only Riddle attacking Otis on the outside with a scooter that distracted Chad a bit. Randy rolled through RKO, which Chad sold amazingly as well. Just, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, a match that was designed to make it look like Chad Gable was just about to beat Randy and Randy just got the win. What? What? Why have WWE started doing this? I'm happy. Yeah. 
Wait, they figured it out. They figured it out. It took them 40 years, but they figured it out. And, 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 and I, I loved every single thing from start to end of this. Mm. Loved it. As I said, like my only criticism is a scooter race next week. Yeah. It doesn't feel like an academic thing. Like surely you want to like really go into the academia side of this and like really like burrow down into that gimmick as opposed to just doing a, a scooter race next week. Well, P.E. You know, all the scooter races you had at, P at physical education. Yeah, I mean, well, but when I did PE, my PE lessons were mostly me trying to forget my kit so I didn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. And if I did remember my kit and I did have to do it, they would just stick me in goals. So I just, you know, froze to death in the outside in the playing fields because it was like minus 20 degrees or whatever it was. Yeah, in, in the goal of the scooter game. Because <laughs> yeah, we're forever doing scooter Always games. scooters. Yeah. Uh, my, yeah, I felt like the crowd weren't into it either. Last week when they announced Academic Challenge Spelling Bee, I was, we all were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can see this going somewhere strong. And it did. But as soon as they said Scooter Race, like the crowd didn't really react. I felt the same way you're feeling. And it's not so much like, I would prefer them to stay academic, but I don't know what you could do that wouldn't repeat this week. Uh, maths? Yeah, I guess general, so. general knowledge quizzes. I, I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah. like, is it mathletes? Like that sort of thing you could have done. Because, <gasps> gone debate, debate. Exactly. That's something. Also, because it's the Alpha Academy's academic challenge. Mm -hmm. Surely the Alpha Academy should be the ones who are constantly setting the challenges, and then RK Bro always beating them yeah. at those challenges. I agree. They did. They did sort that though, because they said whoever wins this. Picks the next one, but it should it should have it, sh it should right. always just right. be Alpha Academy picking. So my concern is that WWE, despite it being their main thing, cannot do physical comedy, funny. Mm -hmm. So a scooter race to me says like the old NXT challenges of old. Actually, I mean I'm going to shout out here that <laughs> um, Ed Pumps. It really screams Street Profit War Raiders. <sighs> yeah, going bowling in that. Well, we'll see. Um, Bad Bunny's on tour. Go book your tickets now. <laughs> I was fully expecting this to lead to him announcing he was in the Royal Rumble. But it wasn't. It was literally just them being like, hey, Bad Bunny's rad. Go buy tickets, go to his tour. Yeah. Nick Khan doesn't like wrestling, does he? <laughs> He's just, he just sees it as a way to sell other stuff. Alexa Bliss is in her therapy session again, and she's talking about when she first saw Lily, implied she murdered two girls who used to bully her and then the segment got bored with itself <laughs> and cut away i can almost hear vince like vince and kevin dunn being like this is terrible just fade it just like how long's it left three minutes i just fade it down fade it back to the commentators they can cover for us for three minutes they cut out of it literally halfway through what was happening it had no end she was telling a story <laughs> This video package was halfway done, and they were like, oh, just, you know, skip to the end. We'll just cut to something else. I'm not complaining, but <laughs> it's just it's just weird. So, okay, so Sean was sort of alluding to this on Fightful. Um, apparently, you know, he's going to have some news about this on Fightful Select this week. Mm -hmm. But Denise was asking, is she going to be at the Royal Rumble? Because surely that's what this building surely. is. Surely. Apparently, I don't think she is, because this, okay. this is building, and this will continue until mania wow you see this is what happens when you want long-term storytelling <laughs> you, you, you get your own poison it's a monkey's paw yeah 
Uh, after that, we got Vince. Oh. One last thing. Some stupid punk is also just pointed out here. It also contradicts the origin of Lily's uh, story again. <laughs> what? 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 What is the origin? I don't know, but apparently this this new version isn't the same version they had with the original version of Lily. Well, it's because the version they're using now is the same tortured monster stuff they give everybody. Braun Strowman murdered some kids his own age. <laughs> Kane murdered some kids when he was younger. Yeah. Now, now Alexa Bliss murdered some kids. <laughs> WWE, <laughs> we murder kids. And put smiles on faces. In kayfabe. Just a bracket. Kayfabe. kayfabe. Uh, Vince McMahon is backstage with Austin Theory. It's the same <laughs> multi-cam edit, presumably because Vince keeps forgetting these lines and they need material to cut to. It's because he's too busy. Like That's just stopping from masturbating over Austin theories. Like He's just pulling his dick out halfway through taste and they're like, we're going to have to do that again, Vince, I'm afraid. It's not, it's not what we're actually meant to be here to do, mate. I'm not going to throw stones in glass houses. <laughs> Me and you both, Vince. It's a fantastic bottom. So Theory is talking about wanting to win the Rumble and he's like, can you, can you give me a good, you know, like a 27 or a 28? And Vince's like, why do you think I've got the power to make those decisions? And I'm like, well, Austin Theory here is really good. His delivery, he's got that goofiness and he's character down perfectly, I think, the same one that we saw back in the way. But Vince isn't delivering the lines with any inflection. So it doesn't come off as funny. No. Like, Theory is doing everything he can mm. here, but Vince is like, I'm a prisoner, do you think I've got the authority? There's no expression either. Well, I don't think he can move his face. But, but, like, Vince was great facials. That's always been one of his major strengths. And he's just nothing here. Well, someone, uh, so John from uh, the Prince Charles Cinema pointed out recently that if you painted him green, if you painted his face green, he would look like the baddie from The Mask. Oh, uh, when he gets the mask up. Yeah. And no, he doesn't. I'm, okay, I'm going to find a picture of the shows. He does look like the baddie from the mask. I know that film very well. Oh, no, I've got, I'll, I'll, you, you carry on, I'll show you. Uh, so Austin went out. So Vince said, beat your next opponent, AJ Styles, get a good selfie. And AJ Styles took on Austin Theory. They had a 15-minute match. D did lose the crowd a little bit, but I don't mind because I feel like it's proper time... Come on, what? Look at him. He just looks like a guy with a green face. And he's drawn on a smile. Okay, when you just show me normal. But he looks more like Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. As you can see in that bit there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it went long, but I, I don't mind that because I think WWE are actually committing to a younger star and they're pushing him beyond three weeks and yes, Theory lost, but it was one of those losses that gets him over in defeat, I feel. Commentators so did a big thumbs up. Commentators did a hard push as well, putting him over in defeat here. And he looked amazing in this match, a multiple yeah. size. That roll through standing blockbuster? Holy heckins, mm. man, it was rad. For the talk. Yeah. And like the commentators were like, did you. Did he just do a blockbuster from a standing position? Cora goes like, you have to do that move from the second or the top rope. He did that from a standing position. It's nice when the commentators make reference to actual wrestling moves, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That was insightful. Uh, AJ even did his backflip 
reverse DDT. I know, and he made it look good. He never does that. Never, do- oh, never makes it look that good. Was a treat. <laughs> um, so very good TV match. AJ won, but only because Theory tried to cheat. Put his feet up on the ropes. That was enough to get AJ Styles back in. Phenomenal forearm win. Now, well, you didn't expect the unexpected. That was the problem. Mm. Um, what do you think uh, for AJ Mania? I don't know. I think he's just in the sort of... put. He's literally in the put younger stars over mold. He's had a year putting over a Moss via a tag team. Worked out so well. Then they put literally... Sent him to NXT <laughs> yeah. to get over somebody else, and now he's in a program with Theory. Hmm. So yeah, I don't think he's anywhere near a title shot. No, no, I don't think he's going to be in the title picture. I don't think he's winning the Rumble or anything. Him versus Bron Breaker. Yeah, mate, that, that's actually a really good idea. Thanks, mate. Uh, we got the 2K22 advert. The fans have been waiting a long time for this one. Commentary put over, and yeah, the adverts are always good. Bit of fun. Roman stole Drew's sword. <laughs> I just, you know, they, they, when you've got four different digital de- deluxe released versions of it and pre-orders, and I'm just like, oh, just give us a game. Mm-hmm. Like at all, I, I'm not. I am old man yelling at clouds here, but and I'm not even like back in my day. You just put a cartridge into a console and you just got your game. Just tell me what a game. Tell me what the game is like. If I go to a shop and I buy it, what do I get? I don't want to have 10 different options for the same game with 10 different varying different things. If I get this one, I'm going to have to buy stuff that's not in this one. But if I get that one, I do get some of the stuff that's in these other three over here, but not the two that are over here. Just just give me a game. How many formats have you got the Ghostbusters movies on? Well, that's different. I'm, I'm collecting those. Well, it's like, I guess, back in the day, you could just buy the DVD of the movie or you could buy the two-disc special edition, or you could buy the two-disc uh, special metal box. I once got a Blade Runner five-disc set with holographic image and a tin. <laughs> yeah. Is it like that? No, I don't think it is. But you get characters instead of no, because utterly w- useless holographic stills yeah. of Han Solo? Well, I suppose in a way, they are preying upon the same FOMO. Because that's what they're after, aren't they? Like, if I get the NWO edition, well, I have to get the NWO edition because otherwise I'm going to have the FOMO of not having the the NWO in, in my game. Mm. But I can get then the NWO in my game. I've just got to pay extra money for it if I get this base version of it over here. Basically, just give me a game. Like, that's all I'm after. Uh, Becky Lynch and Dewdrop had a split-screen promo you know as if they've done it before it's i quite like this as a promo setup it works better when it's not my turn your turn scripted promo but becky's very good Mm -hmm. do drop you know had she she was fine um but it only works i think if they are in proper different locations because at the end do drop just walked around and beat up lynch she's basically across the room yeah but actually, they did do one with Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar once, where Joe was just like, no, F this, and beat up Lesnar. Mm. And that worked really well. But that was also Lesnar-Joe. Mm. Well, I I can't wait to see the match, Jim. I thought, I thought this was actually pretty good. I, re- I, I really like this. I thought the Dewdrop came across really great. Because mm-hmm. this is heel versus heel, which is always very difficult to try and like find, you know, get an audience invested in. I think the crowd is so into Becky that they'll manage... they'll. They'll get around mm. it. But yeah, like Dewdrop basically coming off 
multiple losses to Bianca Belair and then going into this title match. He doesn't feel particularly hot right now. Then we had Street Profits versus Mysterios. Seth Rollins cut a promo on Roman Reigns. He's going to SmackDown. Uh, and the main event was Maurice's birthday celebration. Are you glad they took that brick angle dead seriously after last week? <laughs> Beth didn't even sell it. No, no, she did. Did you not see it? When she came out, she came out and then went, oh, and she just sort of like put her hand up to her neck and went, oh, and then stopped selling it. Seth Rollins <laughs> selling <laughs> Basically, she was walking backstage, like really grabbing hold of her neck and Seth was like, hey, 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 Beth. <laughs> You don't want to be doing that now. So the it couple versus the grit couple. Oh, sorry, that's I hate that. good. It's no, it's that's not. That's good. It's right there on a plate. I know, but they've also been saying it for three weeks. How have you only, only just, just up broke on? through? Only just broke through to me. I hate. I've written it. it down. A very good tagline. <laughs> Rings full of presents. The security because Miz is a smart guy. He's not going to let Edge and Beth come for them, and he gives. Maurice presence it's the standard over-the-top romantic stuff and then there's this mysterious large box in the middle but Maurice is like well I didn't get it for you because Miz thought she got it for him even though it was her birthday which was funny yes well no, not when you like they they revealed that they'd rehearsed that because they put the present in the ring themselves okay yes the stuff that immediately happens Makes that joke useless. Uh, a security guard gets in, opens it. It's the bricks. <laughs> well, I <gasps> I thought the second present that he gave her was the brick. Yeah, look, but like done up yeah, and bejeweled. That's what I thought. I thought he'd given her a bejeweled brick, but I think it was just a purse. It's a fashionable handbag. Mm. Impractical. Yeah, it does Just get like pockets, ladies. It looked like a brick. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, just get pockets. Just get some pockets, women. Get pockets women. already. Why haven't you got pockets, women? My, my girlfriend has to carry a bag everywhere. I'm like, get some freaking pockets. My wife puts her purse in our changing bag that we take out with the kid. I'm like, just get some pockets, dickhead. Pockets, what are you doing? some like, ba I don't know, like put them somewhere on a, on, you know, like you get jackets with pockets here. I've got four pockets on the pair of jeans I'm wearing at the moment. How many pockets you got right now? Four, four pockets. Actually, technically six because the, there's pockets within the pockets on yeah, the back I've got, ones. Yeah, I've got a couple of those. Yeah. See that one? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Get some one, of those. Two, three. Oh, delightful stuff. Yeah. <gasps> Zip. Zip. Zip within the pocket. What? Yeah, I've got six as well. Six? Six. Six pockets. Just get some pockets. Yeah. Um, so Edge and Beth Phoenix came out and Miz is like, well, you can't get us. That's why we've got so much security, which is, you know, that's good. And Edge and Beth beat up all the security. Hit a 3D. Yeah. Everyone's hitting 3D these days. Yeah, but I don't think this is the week to hit the 3D because also, of Bubba. But also, why hit a 3D? Like, Edge has got some connections to the Dusty <laughs> Boys, but like, Miz hasn't. Well, apparently they hit a bunch of famous tag team moves, but the camera cutting was so obnoxious they missed all of them, apart from the 3D. <laughs> okay. One of them was the heart attack. They Apparently they hit that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't see any of that. I was too busy looking at the Miz and Marisa acting terribly. It makes sense. Edge and Beth are like, we are a tag team now. We're coming for you. We're a coherent unit. We can hit every single famous tag team move together. That makes sense. They didn't show that. Okay. <laughs> they, just, 
They cut around it for some reason. And then Edge powerbombed someone into some cake. Um, yeah. Good follow-up to the brick, I guess. Beth looks great, though. Looks amazing. She is ready for like a, yeah. a full run. This is this should be more than just a one-off. And actually, their women's division is desperate for star power. Mm. And she has got it. Well, overall, I gave it a three out of five. But really, on Royal Rumble judgment, maybe it's a maybe it's a high two. What do you think? Sorry, the black and white hair. Three Ds are just the new super kicks. Yeah, <laughs> 3D party. Uh, I'd have also given it a three out of five, and that is what the general consensus was. Forty-six uh, percent oh. gave it a three out of five. I believe that's twenty and twenty for raw uh, for rawful and poor. I think there's rawful. A lot of those are sort of troll mm. votes though, and then very little for four and five. But yeah, that is very heavily weighted into the average. I'm not going to lie. I'm happy I'm more on trend. I didn't like it. It's horrible being apart from the consensus. I know, you pretended last week that it didn't bother you. Oh, you're, you're actually a little bit above it. Lost sleep. <laughs> Embrace me again, sheeple. So before we get on with the rest of your Ultra Chats, a big thank you to our moderation team who get their own shout-outs on this show, Amanda. Let's play some Hall of Fame music for them. Andy. Brandon. Chris P. Chris R. Gregory. John. Liz. Matt. Richard. And Rob. Rob. Nice. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Give them loads of clap emojis in the comments and cheap pops. They make the chat nice for all of you. And, and they, the, they do it for free. And the mod mother has entered herself into the royal jamble. Oh, my God. I mean, she she runs a tight ship in the, in the moderating community. What's she going to do when she gets inside the jamble? You don't think it's going to be like a retribution thing where all the mods... Reveal themselves as one mod army. Well, here's the thing: is like she's got you know supreme moderating power. She mm. can ban people from streams. What if she like just starts banning entrance? Oh, that... from the jamble. Oh my. Oh my. Let's get into your remaining ultra chats. Junior Jampra, Junior Jampra Dub, Junior Jampra Dub says, "Is it just me or Vince McMahon's new gimmick is Herbert the pervert from Family Guy?" And also, do you guys think Dynamite will beat Raw in 18 to 49 demo this week? I don't know Herbert the pervert. Neither do I. But the second question, it's going to be difficult because Raw was up against very stiff competition, although their demo was up on the previous week. That's amazing, wasn't it? So I would I would say no. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go no as well. I think what we if last week is anything to go by, Raw has got a dedicated audience <clears throat> that are going to tune in no matter what. I tell you what the the numbers story for me is though. Don't look at Raw versus AEW or any of that. Look at Jade Cargill. You can say what you want about her wrestling ability. She's a draw. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe <clears throat> what this has shown, like last week, and we'll, you know, maybe learn a bit more from this week as well, is that WWE aren't getting those the quote casual viewers mm. in that are making a choice between Raw and football. What they're finding is they have just got wrestling fans who are going to watch Raw mm. and aren't going to watch football. 
Do you want to read this next one from Jack Nichols? My friend Beth. You've got to do it in the... My friend. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Beth. And I bricked her neck. This, is hardly, this story is hardly Minya X quality, is it? My friend China. <laughs> CJ. I think they should just put Biggie back with Kofi and Woods when Woods returns. I love E, but he just isn't the same without the new day. Tell that to Vince McMahon. <laughs> he could have been CJ. Opinionated movies. A few months on, I'm starting to think MJF should have retired Jericho at All Out. GFY is just as cringe as Rooty Tooty Booty. And I feel like Jericho really doesn't have much else to offer in getting people over anymore. Keep it up, guys. All the best. Yeah, hey, I mean, we actually had an email in about this on the the podcast uh, intros and outros, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm on that opinion as well. Like, but I've been saying for a while, like he's just yeah. he attaches himself to hot products to make himself feel like he is more relevant. Like that's the feud with Orange Cassidy, getting Dan Housen in on the feuds. We can do some Jericho Housen stuff. Uh, getting into a feud with Eddie Kingston, like it just feels like that's that's what he likes to do. Yeah. It, and that's, that's what wrestlers a, do do. He's a smart guy. Yeah, it's Kevin Nash's playbook. <laughs> yeah. I, but I get it. I don't like GFY either. But Jericho is, like I said on the podcast, just going through a cringe phase right now. And he'll stumble on something and we'll all be like, a little bit of a bubbling. Yeah. Jack Nichols. Sorry, I'm a bit un- incomprehensible. Fighting off. So this is the uh, Sega puns thing. Fighting off the effects from the drinks last night. I'm glad Beth can walk. That's a relief. I thought she'd be sport in a wheelchair this week after the bricking. Still tosh, though. What's your favourite Kevin Thorne match? Uh, the ECW Originals versus <laughs> ECW New something or other mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, I think it was, when CM Punk was with the Originals. Janny Davis. Let's face it. Pete is going to win. He has main character vibes <laughs> while Luke is just an extra. Yeah, I mean, how do you argue with that? You think Pete's got main character vibes? Well, is this a joke that I'm not aware of? I wonder if he has got main character vibes because he is doing a character, whereas yeah. I have, I just show up to do shows. <laughs> and finally for now, Brandon Cyclone yeah. has been a member for nine months in a row. I We've had a wrestle talk baby. That is all. What does... Have you had the baby? Have you had a baby? Congratulations, if so, Cyclone. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Well, celebrate with some wine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And you will want it and need it for those sleepless nights. And also, like, when they're breastfeeding, can actually still have a little bit of the whiny. Uh, And you can get yours at beerwine52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. My apologies. Wine52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Get yourself a free case of wine. You just got to pay that £5.95 for the postage and packaging. A perfect gift for Valentine's Day, which is just around the corner, UK viewers. And maybe be a bit classy this weekend with the Royal Rumble and have a little bit of vino instead of the old brewskis. This is honestly so cool. They're all from Hungary. So I think they're doing the same as what they do with the beer, where they go around different parts okay, of just the world. To, uh, as a clarification, it is, uh, it's metaphorical because he's been a member for nine months. Oh, well done, Cyclone. <laughs> oh, we've had a last one. Plasma PT. Morning, Luke and Ollie. Here are my predictions for the Men's Rumble. Troll win, Veer. Oh, we didn't mention Veer got a promo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my troll win is a moss. 
Oh, well, I, yeah, I think a Moss Stang does stand a chance. First choice, KO. Second troll win, Seamus. Second choice, Big E. I don't think Seamus would be a troll win, though. Oh, I love a bit of Seamus. Mm. Uh, anyway, thank you ever so much, everybody. Subscribe because we have the NXT review and Royal Rumble predictions tomorrow. We've got the Tombola coming out. Oh, man. And we have got a star studded. Like, don't you know what they said about the men's rumble as a star studded affair? That's a lie. That's complete balderdash. The Royal Jamble is an actual star studded affair. Who's in the Royal Jamble, you may ask? I don't know if it's a Twitter because people are announcing themselves left, right, and center. Adam Blompier is in the Jamble. Andy Datsun is in the Jamble. Angela from No Rolls Bard is in the Jamble. Sullivan Bo Brown from No Rolls Bard is in the Jamble. Oh, that's right. We've got our own forbidden board as No Rolls Bard invents. Dan Layton from Cineworld is in the Royal Jamble. Mod Mother Jenna is in the Royal Jamble. Social Media Abby is in the Royal Jamble. Tempest is also there. It is a star, star-studded event. Oh, when? When? Hold on. SP3 is in the Royal Jamble. Satini Angi is in the Wrestle Jamble. Wrestling Daily represents. Oh, Mocha Mondays. Mm. One of my like, SP3 DAD Inc. partner. <laughs> it is a must-see prediction show tomorrow because every single one of them is going to be on the show tomorrow, getting their entry numbers for the Royal Jamble. Andy Datsun's already got number thirty. He earned that at day one-ish. But man, I'm, I'm, I, I can't wait to see who. I will face at WrestleJamia when I retain this belt over Chopper P. Quinnell. He's so fancy. Man, 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 man. At a wrestling show. At a wrestling show. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't gender either. They're so fancy at a wrestling show, maybe. What did I say? He. He's so fancy, yeah. She, he's, they are so fancy. <laughs> or just, you're so fancy. Actually, which I think is the line, isn't it? Thou so fancy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, at we, a wrestling show. We asked you a little while, like... And I think actually we've now found the best way to describe this as well, because previously we've been mm. saying, when have you got dressed up for a wrestling show? And what people read that was, was when did you dress up as a wrestler for a wrestling show? What we meant was, was the fanciest you've ever looked. <laughs> when did you church it up to go to a wrestling show? I thought we'd finished Queer Eye, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and then it turns out there's like four more episodes. It's just that Netflix didn't play one of them. And then it just said, by the way, you've got more episodes to watch if you want. <sighs> They're not great episodes, though. Well, I thought the bakery one was quite nice um, with OMG Squee. Yeah. I thought that was pretty lovely. And actually, the, the guy who's built shelters for homeless people, that was yeah. really nice, that one. That's the one that made me cry. None, he, none of the other ones have made me cry yet. So you're far. a husk of a human being. <laughs> but that one did. If the shrimp restaurant didn't make you cry. No, nah, one didn't get me. Oh, my God. What about the guy who... Had all the the buffalo. Oh, I don't think I finished that episode. What? Yeah. How? I, I've got a kid now. Like the the kid takes priority over some. So things. it's Netflix's fault you didn't realise there were four other episodes. So legit, I it finished and knew it comes up with that like next episode, mm. and it usually comes up before the end, the end credits have even started because they're like, watch the next one. Oh, and well, it, I want to see my hip tip. And then it gives you two seconds to like you know not click that. It didn't come up with that, and the whole credits played. 
And then it ended and it came up with recommendations for other shows to watch. I pride myself on being hyper aware at all times how many episodes there are in a series that I'm watching and what episode we are currently watching. And so, so that's on you. Well, I mean, I, I think Netflix are at fault for that one, but it's a glitch in the system. I'm not going to say they're completely at fault here, but it, was, it actually was a nice discovery to see that we've still got a few more left. Did you tweet out about that? No. Because Netflix's stock plummeted last week, and I just thought maybe it's connected. Oh, no. Well, I mean... The I, expose of the next, I, next. I haven't checked Maynard's Bassett's um, uh, mm. stock prices. I've gone, into, I've gone into a feud with them again. What, what about this time? Uh, I mean, it's the same thing as last time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a, for Christmas, a massive thing, massive tub of licorice all sorts. And they got these three separate bags, right? So I pulled out all the three separate bags, filmed myself doing it. One pink knobbly one between the three of them. And it were dead tiny. It was So I, I sent the video across to Menas. They got back in touch with me. Um, said they actually missed hearing from me. And... Um, <laughs> and said that they hope that I don't put them in a headlock. Oh, so they're trying to do a little cutesy brand joke thing. You're like, no, you've misread the situation. <laughs> I am effing coming for you, mate. Yeah, this is. You are not Wendy's. <laughs> you have grossly misread this situation. Yeah. You have screwed me over multiple times with these pink and blue knobbly ones. No, this isn't a jokey back and forth thing. I am mad. I'm a dad, and I'm mad, and I'm not going to take it anymore, Mainyard. Anyway, Craig from Canada says, First and foremost, thank you for all the work you do. I drive uh, I drive 94,000 kilometers a year, and I listen to WrestleTalk wow. daily. Uh, my brother and I had ringside tickets to WrestleMania X8. It was once a dream come true to see Hogan versus The Rock. To do something different, my brother and I rented tuxedos to go to the show. <laughs> the funny part is, we decided to stencil NWO on the back of the jacket. It was an expensive day. The ringside tickets were expensive. Then we had to cl try and clean the NWO off the back <laughs> of the jackets. Well worth it, though. Thank you again, Craig from Canada. That is the fanciest we're going to get, I think. Well, tuxedos that have been defaced. But that's a cool story. Though. Yes. Uh, we got this email in from Daniel as well, who said, uh, the photo I've attached is me laughing with a local wrestler named uh, Lee Vaughn, a friend of AJ Styles, Matt Mason. He was an extra one time at Raw Taping in Detroit. He ragged on me because I didn't have a Leia Vaughn t-shirt instead of a wrestler who is from Michigan, but is very British. Her name is Heidi Katrina. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what I did was I placed the photo I took with her in my red dress shirt and I put it on a t-shirt and then went to another show that she was on wearing that t-shirt. She loved the t-shirt I made and she signed it. So here is the original photo of t-shirtception. Yeah, of this guy here, Daniel, in a nice red yeah. shirt, rest red shirt. And then he put that photo onto a t-shirt <laughs> and then that is her signing that t-shirt at a future show. That is, that is great. That is great. That is wrestling trolling behavior at its kindest yeah that's and, nice and almost like you know all trolling can sometimes be quite pleasant yeah yeah a nice troll yeah um what will make you excited for the rumble because you're not doing the rumble live reaction do you think that's no. part of it no i don't think so that usually makes me resent stuff because i have to stay <laughs> up uh what would make me excited is if an aew star teased something on Dynamite or Rampage uh, yeah. about showing up at another show. Yeah. And then that happened. 
So what you're saying is that there's nothing that WWE, what you want is an AEW show to be on instead. I am so numb to surprises <laughs> now. <laughs> I I don't care. I don't care unless Kenny Omega shows up at number 30. I, I mean, I did this in the news yesterday, but I think that earlier this month, I think WWE had these grand ideas for sort of like big open forbidden door things. And now they're just like, ah, we're just going to contact all the people that we released over the last two years and just ask them to come back and do one show for us. Well, their version of forbidden door is Summer Rae, which just doesn't I, well, feel yeah. the same level, does it? And also it's it's hardly a forbidden, it's a forbidden door that Mickey James is claiming is a forbidden door mm. when the reality is they just wanted Mickey James to be in the Rumble and had no idea that she was working for Impact, <laughs> nor was their top champion. TNA's still a thing? <laughs> they were probably like, I thought we bought them. <laughs> Why is Borash here then? Abyss is just round the corner. <laughs> Sanjay Dutt's still here? Oh no, he got fired, didn't he? I don't know, I've lost track, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are going to have to draw this to a close. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. We'll be back tomorrow with the NXT review with Tempest and... Uh, P oh, I was going to ask you about Blood on the Clock Tag because I watched the episode back. Mm -hmm. um, good show, mate. Um, who were also on that show. Legion Forever. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Nearly had them. Well, we did. Class is a draw. Well, I suppose, yeah, you're right. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> ah. Well, you know, it's still... Uh -huh. People have fun when they know the ending of things. Uh, <laughs> Ollie and I will do the AEW show on Thursday. It's been days. Ollie and I will do the show on the AEW show on Thursday. It's Team Danuke on Friday. And then also tomorrow, Wrestle Jamble Predictions. A star-studded lineup. And not the star-studded lineup that WWE are trying to tell you the men's rumble is, because it bloody isn't. This is an actual star-studded lineup. Cannot wait for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.